Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. I think it's in the book of Peter. It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge. Through the knowledge. So we don't grow in grace when we're ignorant. So we need to know more. So there has to be a lot of readings and learnings that, uh, I mean, until you know what God has provided concerning divine protection, for instance, you can't really say you can access the grace for divine protection. The knowledge releases the grace. So I think it's also a year for many and plenty readings and learning so that those graces can find expressions in our lives. I, I want to say something, or uh, this is at the beginning of the year, that there are aspects of our lives that you are not maybe happy about, or you are so, um, it's part of your major goals for the year, make such areas uh, your, like, like, a, like a project, okay? Uh, make it, don't just uh, uh, put it somewhere, you know, make it a project. Don't just look at it on the surface. Is that a part of your life? For instance, if you have problems with your health, for instance, Make it a project this first six months. You can't be reading on finances, which is not bad, and not learn on your health. Make it a project. Thank God for finances. But I expect you to get minimum of three books on working in total health. Get a devotional, you know, online, on new version on health. Make it a project. Because the seed is the word of God. The more you learn about that matter, the earlier deliverance occur. And I wish people would, I'm not saying make it a worry point, like uh, uh, worrying and anxiety. No, a, a, a project like I want to tackle this thing like once and for all. That is the way it works. For some of us here, you're trusting God uh, for something, maybe to get married. And then you have been, okay, God will do it uh, somehow. But can you make it a project? Read books on it. Find it. What you are looking for, you find, isn't it? When you get to a chemist or a pharmacy shop and you have a headache, you don't ask for um, drugs on something that is not doing you. There are many things on the shelf, isn't it? But you go there based on where you are experiencing pain. Find books on the internet. The, what is causes of delay, you understand? In marriage, how to, whatever, why people don't get married on time. Just read it. And what this will do for you, because it has happened in my life over the years, in your tackling those things, God will use you to help others. Because you're going to learn a lot. While you are receiving your healings, you are receiving your own turnaround, you kind of become a mini expert in that area. And then when God is looking for who to help others with it, you become a candidate. That is the joy of such a positive focus. I'm not saying you should be worrying and, and depressed. I'm saying make it a project. Because if you ask yourself, those areas that have been lingering for some years, you realize that maybe you have never ever really like, you know, made it a project. Or you pray, Father, heal me. Or Father, provide for me. You know, just like that. But you've not like, you know, dug into it. Make it a project. Trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Uh, maybe trusting God to get a job. You've been applying and months and months. And then it's almost one or two years, no job. Make it a project. Uh, what is it? You know, 
You wake up in the night to pray about it. You are as crazy, you know, talking to God, Lord, whatever it is, I don't know about this matter, reveal it to me this first half of the year. Make it a project. Be intentional about it. It will amaze you that by April, for instance, you will be angry with yourself that you didn't make it a project four years ago because a lot would have been settled. Dig into it. Pray about it. There's a way God will know that, okay, I think she's, she's now ready for it. Which brings me to what you know, I was sharing this morning online about the year 2022, about hunger, H-U-N-G-E-R, Matthew 5, 6. It's one of the moving forces in my life. Hunger. Where hunger stops, progress literally stops. Hunger is um, a strong desire for something. It can be positive, it can be negative. When you see people play uh, any match, football, baseball, you can tell which team is hungry to win. You can tell. And when you see people and you deal with people, you know, when you are more hungry than the person that needs a miracle, the person is not ready. If you are still the one telling the person, pray, hey, wake up, read this book, hey, read it, they are not ready. You are wasting your time. In fact, I have come to realize that where people lack hunger is almost like a curse. It's an indirect way of moving or making the person not to find answers. Sometimes lack of hunger can present itself as laziness, you understand? Slothfulness, being unnecessarily laid back. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and what? Thirst for righteousness. Look at the last line. They shall be filled. Wow. They shall be filled. <laughs> if I crave these things, as long as it's covered by the word of God, I will have them. <laughs> Mine is to really crave for it. This is what makes the difference between the ordinary and the extraordinary. <laughs> the grapes of greatness are not placed within your teeth. They are placed within your, your reach. Yeah, reach. God will not usually bring uh, and pray in your mouth. It will be... I, I, I studied most of the miracles in scriptures. You, I mean, we're going to read some of them. He said, the blind man heard that Jesus was passing. Not that they come and meet him and said, blind man. Jesus is passing. It's your turn for a miracle. Now, no, you, just, you will hear it. It's your hunger that will make you grab it. That, eh? This is my turn. And champions are rising this year, isn't it? Oh, yes. Queen, kings and queens. Look, um, like Pastor Deboe said, there's some stars that we never knew before will rise this year. Oh, I, I believe that. There are some names, some products, some people that we never used to know before that they will rise this year. Before pandemic, Zoom was not really Zooming. But by the end of 2020, even our children knew what? Zoom. So I mean this year is providing awesome opportunities, but it's only for the hungry. What hunger does is to attract the resources for its implementation. I listened to one CD many years ago. It, it turned my life around. This man of God said, hunger is a proof that food exists. Do you understand what I mean? That is, when you are hungry, the hunger is calling for something. What is that? Food. It means the thing exists somewhere. It's saying that we have to meet. 
we need to meet. And that's what that moves you to the kitchen or to the buka. Is buka correct in English? Buka, cafeteria. Amen. Cafeteria. Did they say I'm like cafeteria? I'm a beggary in cafeteria. Amen. Buka. <laughs> now, thirst is a proof that what exists? Water exists. So that thirst is calling for the water. So you find yourself moving to the stream or the river or the fridge to meet up with it. So whatever hunger the Holy Ghost places in your heart this season is a proof that it exists on the earth. The relationships that will make it work. The resources is somewhere. You might not even know where it is. But that hunger is telling you that it's somewhere. It is that hunger that will be moving you towards it. The marriage will happen. Hunger is powerful. So, if, if I say, okay, Lord, I, if there's a hunger for me to make, to have an uncommon year, you understand? An uncommon year. That let this year never look like a year I've ever seen before in my life. And that hunger is there, strong. The things that will make me have an uncommon year will start looking for me. Maybe a relationship I need afresh. Maybe a book that if I read that book, it will scatter my head uncommonly. Or maybe a step I need to take in my life that will cause the year to be uncommon. All those things from God's creation will start looking for me. And I also will be looking for them. It will make the difference. So the resources you gather, the relationships you attract, the things that will come your way is a function of your hunger. You will have an uncommon year. We will have an uncommon year. It's a year of enthronement and so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. Hunger. Hunger destroys excuses. One of the enemies of success is making excuses. Look, if you don't want to succeed in life, you have a thousand and one reason, right? Or what we call excuse. But I learned many years ago that an excuse is not a reason. The real reason could be laziness. The real reason is you are not serious. But you, look, you try to use excuses to just cover up. <laughs> excuses. Uh, the country is very bad. Almost every politician is corrupt. So because of that, even doing business in the country, I'm not just encouraged. You understand that kind of thing? I'm not just encouraged. I just want to do it at the minimum. Just, just to survive. I'm not encouraged. Mm. There's traffic everywhere to even get to any place. I don't know whether I want to live my home. I just want to stay home and just, you know, the, the, the challenges are just too used. The, the, the coordination of the traffic is bad. The government is not doing anything. You know? So stay home. I've met three guys in the same church and they've disappointed. All men are bad. If I don't get married for the next 30 years, it's okay because it's not my fault. All the men, including their pastor. All the men are bad. Like you've interviewed all the men. Or you should be angry at yourself for meeting three of the bad men. Now why me? <laughs> yes, that's how you turn it around. Why, why me? Meeting three. All the men can be bad. All the churches can be bad. All the women can be wicked. When you flip the things you're asking, it can change your life forever. Excuses. 
I saw a woman in scripture. It's one of my icons in scripture. She went to meet Jesus. My daughter is having a problem, almost dying. And Jesus Christ lambasted her that we don't give the children's bread to dogs. Ah! If he was in this age, Mr. Blog will hear. A pastor. Ah! Just to do me, he said the person is a dog. The chauvinistic. Abby? Is that not the word? Anti women. All the women activists. Ah! He said you can't give the children's bread to dogs. If you don't receive that miracle, everybody will say it's not your fault, isn't it? It looks like. But she went beyond that. Even Jesus Christ himself was bewildered, <laughs> was <laughs> flabberwhelmed. <laughs> the woman said, even the dogs eat of the crumbs. They <laughs> just, what? Receive it. Now, which one is better for you? That your child does not die. Or they're making excuses and talking that this reason is because the government is bad, this is that, and then the child has died. What is your benefit in that? She said even dogs eat of the crumbs of the table and a terminal sickness was sorted out. It was terminal. She was dying or had a demonic problem. That is how you use hunger to destroy excuses. If she left that place crying and said, I, I met the rabbi, I met the pastor, but the way he spoke to me, if he's you, you won't even, you know, you look at it like, a, like an excuse. But hunger destroys excuses. It goes beyond. And you need that this year. There are things you are looking for, they will abuse you, you keep on, right? Get what you want. If life was that rosy, everybody would be a success. Those are the things people meet on the way that they just, ah, it's not my fault. I, I saw the lecturer and then he was not, I went to his door, he was not available. I've gone there five times and he was not there. So because of that, you should stay in that school till you die. You don't know his address. <laughs> I've done things though. I can look for his mom, mother in the village. I'm telling you, I'll go and visit the mother where it is. The mother will now call him. You'll be shocked that I see your student. They say something out of either anger or surprise. It will do the matter. Ah, I've done things. It's hunger. I pray the Holy Ghost will birth it in you today in Jesus' name. Are you really desirous of it? Mark 10 46. <laughs> Mark 10 46. There was a time I was to go somewhere, we were preparing to fly, and then to see one of my mentors, and they said the fl no flight was going. And I called my mentor, I said, I said they said there's no flight going. But I said, I was still coming. He said, how? I said, I'm still coming. Went on the road, four hours. When we landed, he was shocked. You still came? I said, I was going to come, sir. And that's how relationships are built. I had a great time. Four hours. Bam, appeared. And we sat down, started eating together. Pounded the arm. And then discussing. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out to, to, of Jericho with his disciples. And a great. Please take note of the great multitude. What hunger will do is to separate you from the what? The multitude. The masses. All the women. All the students. All the business people. All the, it will sort you out. It will separate you. Blind by Timaeus. The son of Timaeus sat by the road begging. Verse 47. And when he what? 
heard. That is like the best God will do at times. You just hear it on the news. Somebody will just say something. He just heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. What did he do? <laughs> he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, many people are on this frequency and you think they have hunger. No. No, this is not hunger. This is a beginning. This is hunger. Uh -huh. Verse 48. Then many did what? This is, this is where we separate the ordinary from the extraordinary. Do you understand that? It's not that they say, oh, sorry, sir, later. Warning. Stop. Shut up. You already, the person is already blind. How much esteem do you have? And you are crying to be healed and they are warning you to be quiet. Now, what hunger will do is to destroy that obstacle. I will not be quiet. Many stop here and they have a good excuse. See how people are. The master was passing and I was crying and all of including Peter. Do you know that Peter? He told me to shh. <gasps> people are wicked. Oh, it looks like a good excuse, isn't it? And people will now say, Oh, sorry. Hmm, sorry. That would not be your story this year in Jesus' name. And you now receive sorry instead of healing. You now receive sorry, empathy instead of breakthroughs. And the many want him to be quiet. But he, <laughs> he cried out all the more, son of David. Do you know what that means? That means there would have been some confrontation. They are saying, quiet, quiet. Hey, son of David. I was reading about Jacob. I think we're going to get there. Where said, Jacob wrestled with God. I mean, that angel, right? And he said, I won't let you go until you bless me. <laughs> And the guy said, you won't, he said, the day break it. He didn't break until you bless me. I won't let you go. And then they now asked him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. From now, your name will not be called Jacob or Israel. Now, scripture says, you have fought God and man and have prevailed. I never saw it like that before. Fighting God and prevailed. There's a way you pray. God will say, it's okay, you have your baby. Don't, it's okay, we have had. We have had. Ah. Go and check scriptures. I used to read wrestled, wrestled. Check NKJV. He said, you have fought with God and with man and you have prevailed. Blind Bartimaeus fought with men and prevailed. Let's go back to that verse. So he cried the more. So you ask yourself, why didn't he answer the first time? Was he deaf? Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 49. So Jesus stood still didn't he stand the first time? And commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind. See, he, he, the aye. They were telling him to stop. They called the blind by saying to him, be of good cheer, rise. Can you imagine be of good cheer? Rise. He's calling you. First, verse 50. And throwing aside his garment. That's hunger also. I thought I was going to sluggishly do like this. One scripture says he sprang up, <laughs> blind man, and rose and came to Jesus. 51, and Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. 52, then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith 
has made you well. And immediately he received his sight. You will receive your breakthroughs. You will receive an uncommon year. You will experience true enthronement. Your life will, be, will make the difference this year in the name of Jesus Christ. The year 2022 will be a year with a difference in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I like that. He left the colony of the blind, but he was hungry for it. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. <laughs>